0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the final buzzer sound,
1: Well, it was a wild one tonight. Wild, wild, wild one. one. A ball game yeah. that uh, was the longest game of the year uh, at Chase Center. The longest game now in Chase Center history because everything that happens this year it becomes the first and the, and the right. longest. Yeah. Uh, and the Warriors, look, they. Steve Kerr made a lineup change. They played their best defensive game of the year. The, the fans far. were into it. Yes. Like, there was a, a nice by-play of Warriors fans and, and a smattering of Celtics fans that were into it. So a tremendous Friday night energy in the building, and the Warriors had a chance to win this ball game late, uh, but ultimately turnovers and the ability inability to knock down threes did the Warriors in uh, in this ball game as they lose one hundred five one hundred to the Boston Celtics. Two teams going in opposite directions as the Warriors now have lost their sixth consecutive game to fall to two and eleven, and Boston's now won ten in a row Ooh. to improve to. A lot 10, of Boston
2: fans in the uh, one. house this evening.
1: Yeah, there really were, which I thought made for a pretty good atmosphere. And I thought the, the Warriors fans that were here were really vibing on the underdog role yeah. in, in the game. And, and the, you know, the, the edgy, chippy... Fight that the Warriors were showing against a team that, that came in and leaves with the best record in the NBA, it, it added to the atmosphere uh, of this ball game tonight. So it was, it was a lot of fun, even though you know, we were talking about competitive losses, Whitey, and, and there's levels to competitive losses. We may talk
2: about that more as this season
1: well, and, and <laughs> Well, and I said, hey, you know, I didn't, I didn't love the I, the. I wouldn't have put the Jazz game and the Lakers game on the same level as some of the games on the road trip. Uh, Minnesota game Oklahoma City game uh, even the San Antonio game in this building going back a couple of weeks ago but but tonight is if you're if you're grading or you're ranking your highly competitive losses this is right up there this this is an A yes. this is an A for for the Warriors
2: tonight 3:34 left in uh, the contest Kai Bowman with a putback Kai Bowman with a putback gave the Warriors a 93 to 92 lead and the place went nuts timeout Celtics and I think in some ways Kai Bowman's put back for the lead it epitomized what this warrior team is right now at its best now I know they came up short and give the Celtics credit in that fourth quarter as you mentioned fourth quarter the Warriors made one of eight threes and Boston made four of seven Boston didn't shoot the ball very well tonight but they saved some of their best offense for last um Kemba had what 14 of his 20 in the in the fourth quarter and that's what the better teams do. That's what the good teams do. But it was a very entertaining game. I'm wondering, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. do you see growth? This is a year about development, right? We know there are going to be uh, a lot of losses. There's going to be a lot of mistakes. There's going to be a lot of missed shots. There's going to be a lot of, oh, my goodness, I can't believe he did that. But this is a year about development. So do you see gro- growth? Pardon me. Do you see development? And, and if so, uh, where? You pointed out the, the new starting lineup. Got off to a great start tonight.
1: Yeah, and it really set, I think, more of a defensive tone. And and when the Warriors weren't turning the ball over, they were in control of the game for a good portion of the night, uh, especially early on uh, in, in the ballgame first quarter and down the stretch when they built that lead that you mentioned. It is John Dickinson and Whitey Gleason. It's Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. And you hear it as you listen here to ninety five seven The Game. KGMZFM FM and HD1 San Francisco, a radio.com sports station. Uh, all in all, though, uh, it is a loss, and the Warriors now will hit the road for the next four uh, with a 2-11 and 11 record, which is the worst record in the NBA. We also have a couple of injury updates we should get to right off the top. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, uh, D'Angelo Russell, x-rays negative on that right thumb that he was getting worked on, didn't come back into the game. Uh, X-rays negative, he's undergoing an MRI, and we'll have results on the MRI tomorrow.
2: Fingers crossed, but uh, he's a lefty. The good Lord gave you two thumbs for a reason, so hopefully he's okay. Exactly, and Eric
1: Paschal uh, came into the press conference tonight, uh, ice all over his right hand. Now, he left the game, was getting tended to on the sideline by trainers, and then re-entered the game and did finish the ball game for the Warriors. Uh, But Pascal told reporters downstairs, and we will hear from Eric Pascal coming up later on in the show, it's not broken or anything, just a jam. They took x-rays. So all in all, good news, but he Mm. did walk in icing that baby down.
2: Yeah, hopefully D'Angelo Russell is uh, obviously uh, recovered uh, fully as quickly as possible. You know, there were three guys who set out this game tonight, three different players, who set out with broken hands which was uh, just kind of an odd uh, backdrop, right? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, pretty, pretty unusual. Uh, one of the things that really stands out: we talk and talk and talk about how bad this Warrior defense is. We talked on the pregame about how the Warriors' uh, defense has been almost historically bad. Well, tonight, Steve Kerr mentioned that the new starting lineup brought a lot of uh, more defensive energy. Boston. And they had to go like the Dickens or the Dickinson, pardon me, in the fourth (laughs) quarter to get up to 40.7% shooting for the night. That's the number one offensive uh, rated team coming into this game, Boston, number one in the NBA in offensive rating. And they barely cleared 40%. So the Warriors did a lot right offensively, even allowing for perhaps it was a night where Boston had trouble knocking down shots. The Warriors deserve a lot of credit defensively tonight. And they
1: bottled up. They, they, they bottled up Kemba Walker yeah. for a
2: good portion of the game.
1: Now, he did what he had to do late, but I mean, there were a number of different times where I, I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, wow, they just forced him into taking a bad shot. Some, some bad shots he took kind of on his own, just looking to maybe force the action because he couldn't get into a rhythm. Now, look, down the stretch, Kemba Walker the last few years has been as good as anybody in the league at taking over games in the fourth quarter. And in the final couple of minutes, he hit some big shots for the Celtics to to where they ultimately prevailed in the game. But I think for the most part, early, a big reason the Warriors were successful in setting up their opportunity to win the game was the fact that they, they were able to keep Kemba Walker out of the action. I mean, Jason Tatum kind of brought the Celtics back in that second quarter after the Warriors had built a 15-point lead.
2: This is uh, such a departure for the Warriors, who for years, you know, we've had the Splash Brothers, and they... Steph Curry helped change the game, helped uh, helped, uh, to start the evolution, the perimeter game evolution, uh, started the trend where teams rely more and more on threes. And in fact, the NBA this year is on track to set another record for most three-pointers attempted. The Warriors, though, this team right now, on nights like tonight, they're almost better off not shooting a lot of threes. What did they finish for the night? Five for 28. And I think they shot over 50% for the night on their twos. But they just 5-for-28 on threes. This team really struggles from beyond the arc at times. And as I mentioned, 1-for-8 in the fourth quarter beyond the arc. But they did get to the line a lot.
1: Well, they got to the line a lot. Yeah, a lot. And
2: and getting to the line, and and they were...
1: In the penalty early uh, in the fourth quarter as well tonight, yes, which gave them early. an opportunity to, you know, there were a couple of quick Celtics fouls that allowed the Warriors to get to the line and really just, you know, not have to play offense against a Celtics team that can be pretty good defensively, uh, you know, in, in situations where Boston really needed a stop. So that helped the Warriors kind of stem the tide a little bit in, in that fourth quarter and again, get to, to where they had a chance to to win this ball game tonight against a team with the best record in the NBA.
2: Without question, we all know D'Angelo Russell is the Warriors' most skilled player by far, their best score right now. But I thought it was interesting to watch them play without him, and they played a much more Democratic style, which, you know, he's a lot of fun to watch. But when the Warriors are sharing the ball, they were... Uh, the way they were, as they did after he left. That's a fun style to watch as well. Yeah, it is a fun style to watch. And I'm looking at Kai Bowman, Alec Burks,
1: Eric Paschal, Draymond Green, and Willie Cauley-Stein. That was the finishing lineup for the Golden State Warriors tonight. Uh, with Jordan Poole no longer in, in the starting lineup, and and Alec Burks, you know, Pool wasn't even the first man into the game tonight. It was Alec right. Burks when Pascal picked up a couple of quick early fouls. Burks but, was uh, a leading scorer and, tonight, and, right? And, and and Kai Bowman, yeah, and Kai Bowman was somebody that, uh, you know, again he he's provided a little bit of an edge in his minutes and a tenacity and a and and just a you know an energy uh, that that I think has been a little bit infectious. Toward his teammates which which has been you know something to see and look I, I mean the warriors are better with D'Angelo Russell, but the reality is they may be looking at a scenario where they might have to play a couple of more games again without D'Angelo Russell, and it would shift Kai Bowman back to the forefront where you know we you go back now there's there's levels to the different injuries that the wor- warriors have had in the different groups they've they've had to play with you know they had that three four game stretch where it was kai Bowman and and that was it. Uh, as far as the point guards went, and and they were able to be competitive in in those games.
2: Yeah, right now they're so short-handed, you don't have a lot of options, right? Steve Kerr before the game was asked about Jordan Poole, and he said, "Well, he's going to have to play because we just don't have anybody." That said, uh, if we get to the point where you have options, I'd almost rather see Kai Bowman play more than Jordan Poole right now. I'm just I don't know what the word is. Worried isn't the word. Uh, Jordan Poole right now is one for eight tonight. I think he missed all five of his three-pointers. And he really is hurting them at both ends. And I don't think it's a coincidence that they got off to a much better start tonight without him in the starting lineup. I don't wish him any ill will, but he looks at times lost out there. When he cranks up the three-pointer, it looks like he has no idea where it's going.
1: Yeah, and I think confidence is, is something that he came in to, he had an abundance of coming Absolutely. into the league. And I think even his confidence is a little bit shaken right now.
2: When, and they when, go after him defensively, too? You know, and that doesn't help your confidence, I any. mean, in today,
1: yeah, in today's day and age, it's who's the weak link, right? Um, among a group of five, and, and teams attack, and teams do attack, and the Celtics did attack when he was in the game uh, coming off the bench, although not the first guy in as he had been. Yeah, I was curious, in part, less about Jordan Poole and more about Eric Paschal playing the three with Draymond at the four. That's something that... It's your lineup,
2: J.D. intrigues me. Yeah, I know. I, it's just, For weeks, you've been I wanting to I mean, I see threw it out there
1: half-jokingly, and then I started thinking about it, and it's like, well, if Jordan Poole's struggling, why not take a little bit off of his plate? Why not lessen his role a little bit, and go bigger at the guard with Glenn Robinson the third and then have Pascal and Draymond Green play the, the three and the four, respectively play a traditional center with that group, and then you've got D'Angelo Russell as the, the other guy there. So uh the Warriors did do that tonight. They did get off to a better start with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at, at some point, even though the Warriors, you know, finished this game basically with nine healthy bodies again and and it looked like it might have even been eight at some point if Pascal didn't come back, I think at some point, Whitey even though they're in need of bodies Jordan Poole's struggling to a point where you you got to take it easy on him you got to let him catch his breath you got to allow him a, a little bit of a of a of a respite from not having some not having success
2: I did think that there were a couple of times tonight in particular two that that come to mind uh instances in which Steve Kerr seemed more uh, willing than he had been for much of this year to take a young player out immediately after a bad mistake. And it seemed to me that uh, to this point, he's been very patient. Hey, young players, uh, you know, they're going to make mistakes. But Marquise Chris made a terrible pass tonight. Uh, oh, yeah. He tried. I think it was it a, was a half triple handoff. It was a yeah, half-dribble yeah. handoff, half. And he wasn't even looking where the ball was going, and it led to a bust out, and he took him right out of the game and I think Poole early on either took a bad shot or committed a bad foul or both, and they took him right out of the game as well. So it looks like maybe Steve Kerr is realizing a shorter leash is actually going to be helpful for these players to learn. You don't do that. You can't get better if you're just allowed to make mistake after mistake. John Dickinson, Whitey Gleason, Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home
1: search. Warriors fall tonight to the Celtics 105-100. Boston improves to ten and one. The Warriors hit the road as they will take on the Pelicans and the Grizzlies and the Mavs and the Utah Jazz. The next four away from Chase Center with the Dubs not back. Big win for the Grizzlies tonight on the hardwood here until uh, a week from Monday. So it's a, it's ten days for the Warriors in between home games. And yeah, the Grizzlies beat Utah tonight. Wow, uh, at home late. Got a big couple of big actually defensive stops in the uh, waning seconds of that one to salt it away.
2: There were a handful of really close and competitive games tonight, uh, some thrillers, and we didn't have a buzzer beater here, uh, of course, but a very, very competitive contest at Chase Center with the Celtics struggling uh, to sneak past the Warriors 105-100. to 100. Who saw that coming? I didn't. No, a competitive, competitive effort, the first
1: of a, a West Coast swing for... The Celtics is they'll head to Sacramento and they're going to Phoenix and and Denver. I think they play the Clippers at some point on that stretch. Clippers. Sacramento, your
2: Kings almost beat the Lakers
1: tonight. And the, yeah, the Kings they battled uh, after an zero and five start. Uh, they're they're battling a little bit, and uh, Boston will get them uh, on Sunday. We've got uh, the call of the game coming up here before we get out of here at midnight. We've also got our dirty work dub of the game. And uh, Whitey's pluses Absolutely. and minuses. Yeah, uh, you've
2: been very harsh on those.
1: Really? I don't. Yeah. Th- I don't believe so. I think it's uh,
2: fair. It's fair. Okay. Fair and tough, balanced. but fair. All tough right. but fair. Okay. Tough
1: but fair. I just, you know, I, like tonight, I'm feeling good though. Tonight, I'm feeling much more. I think positive about about the effort. About All right. The, there was a good energy, good effort. You know, fun atmosphere out here tonight, and I think you know the more the more you take away from this Warriors team. I, I, the more credit I think you have to give them for small victories.
2: How would you answer the question? Do you see growth? Are you seeing development? If so, where are you? I know it's very early here still, very early. Are there any particular areas in which you're seeing uh, development already? I mean, they did
1: get better defensively tonight.
2: Yeah, they now, sure did. And I
1: don't think we know.
2: We know they've been working very hard yeah, I mean, as a team.
1: What What's the extent of that? Is it one game? Was it the Celtics had an off night? Does it carry forward to the next game in New Orleans or the next couple of games in New Orleans and Memphis and Dallas? So I mean, we we don't really know, but for for one night it was the Warriors. You know, Draymond Green said it. Steve Kerr said it. Was their best defensive game of the season. Uh, individual development is where I'm maybe not seeing as much, or it's a little bit harder to identify. Uh, I think. If you start going through player by player by player, I mean, I think Eric Pascal continues to to get better, right? Uh, but you know, you roll up and down the lineup. I mean, Alec Burks has been a nice find, you know. But is that development? But he's a veteran. Exactly. He's played for years and years. So it's yeah. so you don't you know you don't file Alec Burks under that category, and I think you know. You know, Amari Spellman brings energy. Marquise Chris has been kind of up and down. You know, Kai Bowman was up and down tonight, but but, but he he's really fearless. helped and down the stretch. Yeah. yeah, he's got an edge and an attitude that I mm-hmm. think is perfect for this particular, you know, version of the Golden State Warriors, given the, the situation that they're in. So I think, you know, the more he plays, the better he will become. Uh, ultimately, though, what is he? I don't think we know. But other than that, I mean, I th- that's the one thing, Whitey, and maybe you can help me with this. Deve- like, what is the definition of development for this Golden State Warriors team? Because they do have some young players, but they're young veterans, and they're young veterans that may or may not totally figure into the future. It's one thing to say, all right, Pascal this. It's another thing to say, Jordan Poole that. Uh, you know, Kai Bowman could be something. And then, okay, maybe you get Jacob Evans back in the fold in the next couple of weeks. But I'm, I just – I'm. I'm finding it hard to find the individual development among players that you believe are going to be here moving forward.
2: Right. I think you have to take uh, the wider view of it. Um, obviously, we we're wondering about these individuals, but it's clear that what the Warriors are thinking they need to do. I mean, they they uh, added to the player development staff this offseason, right? It's clear that this is an area of emphasis. So they want to be a team like the Spurs, that every year they're drafting guys at other teams, really don't think that highly of and they're able to turn those guys into rotational players. How many of those guys are on this roster? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Kai Bowman's an example. Um, Pascal seems like he could be an example of a guy that other teams didn't think too highly of. But that's the goal is to become Spurs-like in your ability to draft players that that you are able to develop into rotational players that maybe uh, other teams didn't think of uh, in those terms. During the draft, you
1: know, one that is an obvious one that that I probably should have mentioned is is Russell. I mean, I, I think D'Angelo Russell, he still is young enough to fall into the category of can continue
2: to develop. But and, his game is so different... clearly defined, isn't it? It I, is. I don't but, disagree but, with but you, I, but, but I do I, think it's apparent that in his mind, he is that type of player. It is,
1: but he's gotten better. And look, maybe it's the circumstances. Maybe it's the fact that you took Stephen Curry away, and it, it basically, by default, became his team when he's on the floor, and it's him, and it's and it's some some other guys that are of similar talent, uh, not to him, but to each other. And and he's got to go if this team is going to go. And so I, I think maybe that's been the reason for it. But I do think he's more comfortable now than he was those first handful of games of the season and I think he may wind up being more comfortable and a better player for being around the Warriors organization by the end of this season so yeah. I, I think you know it may be more the context of can they get the best or a certain version out of him in the years to come that fits what they want to do that I do think you can categorize as player development
2: I was down on Russell tonight and then come to find out, of course, that he sprained his thumb. So, okay, maybe I judged him well, too harshly. Well, nine,
1: nine turnovers That's it, in 25 nine turnovers. minutes is you know, not I've, good.
2: Like you, I played uh, point guard at a high level, you know, Hogan High School. and Coach Stevenson, You know, nine turnovers. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't play for a week. So, you see your point guard turned the ball over nine times, and not just the total, which is a terrible total, but he had some dreadful turnovers tonight. Throwing the ball to Draymond and missing him by, you know, 30 feet. Um, so, uh, I... I'm assuming that the bad thumb had something to do with some of the terrible, terrible passes he he threw uh, uh, out of bounds. He looked like Deshaun Kaiser. uh, Not good. No, not at all.
1: I mean, anytime you have a nine-turnover game, that's not good. And and again, I mean, you say a lot of times you're turning over that much, you're not playing as much. I mean, D'Angelo Russell played 25 minutes, he had nine turnovers. And you're right, we don't know the extent of...
2: I'm gonna assume that the thumb had something to do with some of those dreadful passes. Right. And just yeah. not
1: not feeling himself. I know Draymond Green, when Draymond Green was dealing with the finger issues, he had some, right. some questionable turnovers. Sure. And then it comes out, you know, a couple of days later, he's like, Hey, you know, my you know, that's probably why I was dribbling the way I was dribbling, or that's probably why I threw this pass, uh, you know, that that, that wound up being a turnover. So you do learn more uh as uh, as we move you know forward in in things and and when they were working on that thumb I had the same thought as you like okay maybe there is something a little bit more to this
2: yeah yeah and speaking of younger players in development Draymond obviously is a guy that we think of as being totally developed but it's really interesting to me to watch him Uh, not only adapt to his new teammates, but for the Warriors to figure out what his role is on this team and to see how he embraces it and expands upon it. Shooting more threes, where is he going to run the offense because he doesn't have the same offense around him, and how is that going to apply to next year? I think that's been really interesting to watch Draymond Adapt to the circumstances and adapt his game in ways that, as I say, we may see more of next year as well.
1: 8-957-9570. It's John Dickinson, Whitey Gleason. Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. We're going to hear from Draymond Green and Eric Pascal. We've also got our call of the game coming up, uh, Whitey's pluses and minuses. And much, much more as we are with you here until midnight from Chase Center. Warriors fall to the Celtics 105-100. You heard it here tonight on 95.7 The Game.
2: Now, back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game.
1: John Dickinson, Whitey Gleason inside Chase Center. Oh, about an hour and a half ago, the Warriors fell to the Boston Celtics 105-100 uh, as Golden State now 2-11, their sixth consecutive defeat. Boston, they improved to an NBA best 10-1 as they will continue their road trip in Sacramento on Sunday afternoon. 8 957 9570 888-957-9570. We're also going to hear from Draymond Green here momentarily. Uh, as well as Whitey's pluses and minuses. Yes, and I have a question
2: for you. Remember when Charlotte came in here and the Warriors nearly beat him, and Terry Rozier, the former Celtic, he said, you know, I I don't think we really came in here uh, as focused as we needed to be. Do you think perhaps it happened to Boston tonight? Yeah, 100%. 100%.
1: And look, the the Warriors have have been on, on the end of every team's maximum effort. For years. Right. Because they've been the champions and the defending champions and the team that was trying to become the champions after they you know, didn't win the one year they didn't win in 2016. And so they, they've been on they've been on that end of that level of competitiveness from lesser teams. Right. four years. I know so it's just. It's. Yeah. I think it's just natural. Honestly, I, I think it
2: was a couple of weeks ago. Rick Buecher and we we know Rick Buecher, no problem with Rick Buecher, but he had a story in which uh, an anonymous was it an anonymous Western Conference player was talking about how how badly he wanted to to beat the Warriors now, and I thought that was a big nothing burger. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it, but of course, of, of course, players feel that way. Yeah, they yeah. do.
1: I I think you would have still, and we we talked about this a little bit in the beginning of the season. If Stephen Curry and Draymond Green were playing. Without Durant being here anymore, without Klay Thompson healthy, maybe without, you know, with or without D'Angelo Russell. But I think that's where the Warriors were almost caught in between from they were going to get a lot of the max efforts, those two guys in particular, because I think there was some sense among players, and you've heard it, whether it's jealousy or whatever you want to say where it's that belief of, okay, Draymond, let's see how you do without three other All-Stars. Yeah, let's see you
2: now, Steph. Let's see
1: how you do without three other All-Stars. So I think there was still that level of vitriol that would come at the Warriors that right. has been wiped it's away just very because natural, Steph is there. Yeah, yeah. And and now Draymond's heard, and, I mean, you look at the, I mean, we read off the the lineup for crying out loud. I mean, the Warriors at the end of this game are playing Kai Bowman, Alec Burks, Eric Pascal, Draymond Green, and Willie Cauley-Stein. I don't think, uh, you know, I do think it's going to be more likely than not that teams are going to come in here, and they maybe aren't going to give the best effort knowing that they can win a game in a similar fashion to the way the Celtics did. Now, the thing is, teams that do that, you're going to get bit every once in a while. And we saw Portland get bit. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, as the Warriors get healthier and as they continue to to progress and, and play better throughout the course of the season, more teams that come in here that have that attitude are going to get bit
2: more frequently. Portland's not going to lose another game now that they have uh, Carmelo Anthony. But that's a different story for a different day. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> That may be a Warriors
1: This Week topic tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, because you all and right. I are back tomorrow. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah, tomorrow morning.
2: Tomorrow morning?
1: Tomorrow morning, as in, as in I mean, nine, and a half, nine hours and 26 minutes from now.
2: All right, I look forward to it. Yeah. I'm going to write that down, Carmelo.
1: Yeah, Anthony. no, that's good. Okay. Yeah, Carmelo. Yeah.
2: All right. Yeah, Port- Warriors Portland This Week. Portland,
1: I think, has won one game since they were here. They don't look
2: good. Yeah. And Their that, house and is not was- in order, and Carmelo's not going to save them. Two weeks ago.
1: And that was, yeah, so they're in a, in a bad, bad way. Uh, let's go ahead and hear from Draymond Green before we get to Whitey's pluses and minuses here. Uh, Draymond Green speaking downstairs in the Bill King interview room following the Warriors' loss to the Celtics. Here's uh, Draymond.
3: Draymond, you guys had a, uh, a little lineup change tonight, you and Eric up front. Got off to a good start. What do you think was behind that? Uh, our defense is better. Um you know, that was our best defensive effort of the season. And, you know, we let let go of the rope a little bit during the second quarter, which is how they got back in the game. But, uh, I mean, it, it all starts on the defensive end, and we were better tonight.
1: Draymond, when you
2: got yourself, uh, Spellman, and Pascal, kind of some bigger bodies there, uh, do you think that is, uh, do you like that group? Do you like, Maybe a little more physicality, and do you think the younger guys are starting to play a little more physicality?
3: I think so. Um, you know, they're getting more and more comfortable, more experienced, and, you know, they're learning how to be more physical. Uh, you know, when you're physical as a young guy, you rack up a lot of fouls. Uh, you know, they're learning how to do that without fouling, uh, which is key for us. And um, I do like the line up know we're switching a little more which you know keeping the ball out the paint I think that was key tonight uh you know trying to keep the ball out the paint and you know we did a better job of that so you know I thought that lineup was pretty solid for us. Jeremiah you were saying the other night you've got to have the right perspective there are worse things in life than losing a basketball game on a human level though what's it like seemingly every night every other night seeing another teammate go down with an injury? Uh, it sucks you know we i've said it before you live that every day you know that injury don't go away when you walk off the floor so uh you know it sucks to keep seeing guys go down but you know we got that bug right now so you just gotta keep fighting do all you can to stay healthy but you know sometimes it just happens
2: And that second unit looks like you were definitely the initiator on offense uh is that a conscious effort on your part on the coach's part to to kind of be the ball handler maybe a little more than this, the way the season started
3: uh yeah I mean coach you know coaching also uh Mike talked to me a lot about handling the ball more and um you know trying to generate some more pace and you know I think we had a you know did a better job of that tonight uh you know so Oh, we'll see where it goes. Um, hopefully D-Lo's back, but if he's not, I'll have to handle it even more. But, I mean, it's I thought it, it worked pretty well for us tonight. What we you- to gave ourselves a chance to win the game and made some plays down the stretch, some things that we can get better at and tighten up on. But overall, I thought it was pretty solid for us. What do you think the uh, young guys maybe specifically can take away from a game like this? Good team comes into town. You guys are right there, have a chance to win late, doesn't win. But still, what can they take away from this? Uh, just, you know, the competitive level that you have to be at um, in order to compete in a in an NBA game. Uh, you know, that's a very good team we just played against. And we're right there with a the chance. So, you know, hopefully we can continue to build up on that. Um you know, like I said before, our defense was a lot better. So if we can continue to build on that side of the ball, uh, you know, the offense will happen. But it all starts on that side for us.
1: All right, Draymond Green there following the Warriors' loss to the Celtics tonight, 105-100. Uh, speaking to the human element of just seeing another guy go down, and it, it looked like the Warriors may have a couple of guys go down. And D'Angelo Russell winds up leaving the ball game. X-rays negative on that right thumb. MRI results to be announced likely at some point tomorrow.
2: Fingers crossed there.
1: And then Eric Pascal, uh something with his right hand where he had a, a big ice bag on it, uh down there in the post game press conference he was getting tended to on the
2: bench. Physical game, kind of an ugly game tonight.
1: Yeah, he did come back into the game, but yeah, there's you know the Celtics I think play with an edge. I think they have the last few years. And and the Warriors you know, even the shorthanded group that they put out there, uh, I, I think they found a little more grit, a little more hustle. Uh, just, you know, with guys like Glenn Robinson, guys with like Kai Bowman, Eric Pascoe playing with Draymond Green. There's a little bit of edge that all of those guys individually bring to the table collectively was
2: on full display. And you really can't be that type of team. I know the Warriors, without Steph now especially, they want to be gritty. Of course they do. But you really can't be that unless you can stop somebody. And tonight... They laid a little bit of a defensive foundation. It's a lot easier to be tough and gritty when you're actually imposing your will at all on the defensive end, which they haven't done this year.
1: Well, what do you think the reason for that was tonight? Was the lineup change? Was it how much they've been working on it? I mean, why do you think the
2: Warriors were better
1: defensively? Just a, a, a good matchup? Maybe the Celtics were having a bad night? I mean, what, what they, is it in your they mind? They definitely
2: had the starting lineup seemed to bring a lot more defensive energy than the previous starting lineup uh, had been bringing without pointing any fingers, and I also think the Warriors. We know that they've been working uh, very diligently in, in practice on defense to the point where some, you know some of Steve Kerr, I think, has said, well, "You know, we don't usually practice as hard, but with this group, we have to." And I think they threw some different looks at the Celtics that uh, caught them a little bit uh, uh, off guard. Some traps and blitzes out in the. Uh, open floor, things like that.
1: John Dickinson, Whitey Gleason, Warriors wrap up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of Home Search. We roll on here from Chase Center as the Warriors lose to the Celtics 105 100.
0: Warriors wrap up continues on 95 7, the game.
1: John Dickinson, Whitey Gleason, Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Warriors lose to the Seas tonight, 105-100, Golden State now 2-11. and 11. We're going to hear from Eric Paschal and have our call of the game coming up here momentarily, but Whitey, let's get to it. Without further ado, it's uh, Whitey's plus minus here All right. Ninety 95.7 The Game, and uh, why don't you explain to everybody what this all into?
2: I got some positives, some negatives, and you know, every NBA player, there's a plus minus in the box score for them. That is uh, how many points their team was ahead or behind when they were in there. It's plus minus. So the plus is in the minus. I, I, I present something I view as a positive or a negative, and you give us a value for all right. it. I'm, Sometimes I'm right I think roll. this is a great positive, and you, uh, cynical as you are, uh, plus two. Give me, so, give me your biggest positive. What's well, your biggest positive? The defense was so much better tonight with Boston shooting 40.7%. They came in as the number one Uh, A rated team offensively in the NBA, and they shot 40.7%. That's a plus 18. Look, 18. That's got to be a record. That's a plus plus 18. Yeah.
1: There were legitimate, tangible signs of a baseline for the Warriors to actually find a couple of collective five-man units that could defend, yeah, including that new-look starting lineup that I threw out
2: jokingly about two weeks ago Mm -hmm. that I wanted to see it. That was my next one, that quick start from the new lineup. They got off to that 32-23 lead after one. At one point, the Warriors led by 15. The new lineup got them off to a very quick start. That's a plus 30.
1: Wow. (laughs) This is tremendous. That's a plus 30. I'm I'm giving them two points for each... Uh, of the the Warriors' nice. largest lead, the yeah. Warriors led by as many as fifteen. I'm doubling that. It's wow, plus thirty. Uh,
2: how about Steve Kerr winning a challenge tonight? That's a plus ten. Steve yeah. Kerr's was pretty it, good at challenges. Was it uh, was it Jalen Brown against Pascal, and he kind of did a step through and he stumbled and, 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 they and the he foul. avoided the contact. Yeah, and, yeah, and clearly avoided the
1: contact. It was one of those where you, where we look up at the review and we're like, well, that, that that's a heck of a that's a heck of a challenge. I think. Overall, I'd, I mean, I'd have to look. I know there was a challenge that Steve Kerr technically won, but they didn't get the, the outcome that they wanted because the whole play was reviewed. This was going back a couple yeah, of yeah games. It was And then like, there was yeah. one that they lost, but they kind of got the benefit mm-hmm. of it, even though it was technically a lost challenge. Right. So I don't know the exact challenge numbers. We'll have to look that up and maybe talk about that tomorrow on Warriors this week. But I think so far, Steve Kerr's a pretty
2: good challenger. Better than John Gruden. <laughs> Right, John Gruden just throws the angry challenge. <laughs> he just gets mad. That can't I, be right. I don't like that Come call. On, I'm <laughs> challenge, yeah, that. that can't be right. <laughs> I don't like uh, that. Rebounding, the Warriors out-rebounded the Celtics tonight, fifty-five to forty-seven. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a. <laughs> that, All right. That's okay. A,
1: okay. That's an even. That's even? a zero. All right. That's One more.
2: The Warriors got no to impact. the line. The Warriors got to the foul line thirty-four times tonight. They were twenty-seven of thirty-four. That was one of the keys to the fact that they almost won this thing. Twenty-seven uh, free throws in thirty-four attempts got to the line thirty-four times tonight.
1: That, that's that's a plus eight. Wow. That's a that's a big that's a that had a. In fact, actually, you know what? I am going to make it a plus nine. Wow. And the reason I am going to make it a plus nine is because it's one point for each yeah uh, for each point that the Warriors had an advantage in terms of free throws made over the Celtics tonight. So they Most had a nine-point advantage yeah. that gets a that gets the. Honest yeah. to goodness, plus. Nine. In
2: the storied history of plus-minus, I think this is the highest total I've ever amassed tonight. And, and like I said, there are a yeah.
1: lot. Li- look, if if you take a good team down to the wire and have a chance to beat them, and they're sweating it out, given as shorthanded as the Warriors have been,
2: that you're you're walking. Right. I'm 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 viewing right. that as
1: a positive night.
2: I don't want to ruin the uh, ruin the moment here, so I've just got one negative. Um, Boston took the lead on a bust-out off of a jump ball. Remember that? There was a disputed play at the baseline. Marcus Smart, I think, initially was ruled out of bounds, and they ruled, they reviewed it and ruled, okay, he was not out of bounds, so we got to jump it up. And they scored off a play off the jump ball. And I believe that's two straight games in which the Warriors have given up a dunk off of a jump ball. Because yeah, I think the Lakers scored off the opening tip. In the last game. Two games in a row, giving up a dunk off a jump ball. That's no bueno. That's a minus 18. Yeah, that's not good at, at this level. At this level. That's Harry High School stuff. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good.
1: But a minus 18. But overall, I think a, a lot of pluses. Oh, yes, on yes. On the Whitey
2: plus minus scale. Now, do yes. you actually
1: add up the total? Do you get a, an aggregate plus minus? I have people that minus? do that.
2: I have an analytics department, and they do that. And, and so they get, yeah.
1: We'll have that number for you, maybe about 1030 tomorrow. Okay, on, yeah, uh, definitely. Warriors this week. I'm yeah. but about Ten and a half hours. Uh,
2: by the way, the true plus minus tonight, or the just the, the the raw plus minus, Marcus Smart was plus eleven. He had the highest plus minus in the ball game. He was very good. And the minus, the uh, the lowest plus minus was Pascal was minus nineteen tonight. Oddly, sometimes it's just your better
1: players that have to be out there, right? And, right. And in big moments, you wind up losing. But yeah, the Warriors actually did. They did extend when he went out with the two fouls, and Burks came in for him. So it was like the lineup that really got the Warriors going was Russell with Robinson and Burks and Draymond and and Colley Stein. Yeah. Uh, Let's get to our call of the game.
2: It's time for the call of the game. Brought to you by Metro
1: by T-Mobile. All the big offensive rebound put back a moment ago. Gets a screen from Coley Stein. Lost the ball. Coley Stein tipped it in. He went up in the air wide in the basket to the right. And Coley Stein climbed the ladder and tipped it in with his right hand. Wow. Wow. That was indeed. a strange play. That was a strange was unbelievable. play. But it was a hell of a play. Yes. And it winds up, it, it was in a lot of ways the play of the night. And it is our call of the game here on 95.7 The Game. Uh, make sure to tune in tomorrow Warriors this week, another
2: promo for that. 9.30
1: tomorrow. We will run that back, and we will ask you for the call of the game. If you can correctly identify the call we just played, you win 50 bucks to Schroeder's Restaurant at 240 Front Street in San Francisco. The call of the game is brought to you by Metro by T-Mobile, the best deal in wireless. I can't
2: wait. And you were were serious, right? We're really... uh uh, on tomorrow morning. We really are yeah, on, okay, yeah, really are on tomorrow to morning. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So just yeah, I that. yeah, yeah, that's this is not
1: I'm not I'm not bleeping with you, Whitey.
2: Do you have a uh, dirty work dub of the game? Because I have one.
1: All right, I, I I'm gonna let you go first tonight.
2: All right, I'm gonna go with Omari Spellman. He played uh, only played a uh, eleven and a half minutes, but he had eight points and eight rebounds. Omari Spellman, eight points, an eight and eight night in eleven minutes, my dirty work dub. Of the game, I'm going to go with Kai Bowman. I'm, I'm going to go with Kai you Bowman. You just can't bring yourself to give it to Willie Cauley Stein, can you?
1: Willie Cauley Stein had a decent game tonight, but I wouldn't call him my dirty work double. I, I, right. I think I Kai to. Bowman. I'm brings, kidding. I'm kidding. I think Kai Bowman brings an, an infectious edge, a, a, a spark, a little he, bit. Of, he brings a football mentality. brings a, a little bit of. Yeah. He brings a little bit of nasty to the yes, game. Yes, he does. As and even as that. a point guard.
2: Hmm. Uh,
1: you know, a lot of times you think of nasty guys, you do think of bigs. Or, you, you know, you do think of bruisers. Yeah. But, no,
2: it's... He had the putback that gave him the lead as a point guard. A, it was incredible.
1: Yeah. He, he gets the rebound. He puts it back. He But I just... I, there's just a, a tenacity that he plays with that I like. And who knows, ultimately, what kind of a player he is in the NBA. But I, I like what he brings to the table.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't disagree. Yeah. Two uh, very worthy Dirty work dubs of the game tonight. All right. We promised everybody Eric Pascal, uh but... Since
1: we're going to be back on at 9, we'll, we'll, we'll roll some Eric Pascal in the morning. Yeah. And Eric Pascal wound up being fine with the, with, with the hand. X-rays were negative, and he had the ice bag on it and everything after the ball game. So he's good to go. We'll have uh, an update on D'Angelo Russell in the morning as well. That's going to do it for us. For Alex Scott and Tim Jordan and Lucas Alexander and Whitey Gleason, I'm John Dickinson. That's uh, it for us. I'll be back with you with Whitey in nine hours and six minutes from right now. Warriors lose to the Celtics 105-100, you heard it here on 95.7 The Game.
0: Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better